0: It is said that my ancestors, the first of Hyrule's royal family, were born from a union with gods who had descended from the heavens. These murals tell a similar story, and if they are accurate, then the gods mentioned were the Zonai. They must have forged a relationship with the Hylians of that time, working together to establish the kingdom of Hyrule. Hey there, welcome to the Lord to Death podcast. My name's Brett, and if you're anything like me, you're probably still playing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because it's a hard game to finish without 100%ing it. Having over a thousand collectibles in game, including shrines, Korok seeds, among other quests, I think I'll be at this one for a while. But because my brain is still in Zelda mode, I wanna take a quick moment to talk about the Zonai from Tears of the Kingdom and talk about where I think that they fit within the timeline a little bit i don't want to talk about the timeline too much because it's an absolute disaster and it was really only made worse with the events of tears of the kingdom but i think it's a fun little thought experiment and it ties in really well with the episode since there isn't a ton of information about the zonai that we know of I think it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyways, there are going to be some spoilers ahead for Tears of the Kingdom directly relating to the plot of the game, so if you haven't finished the main story and the Dragon's Tear slash Geoglyph quests, then you're treading on dangerous waters. When I say that I want to talk about the Zonai, I specifically want to talk about Rauru. Now, I got pretty confused when Raru came to the picture because I thought that they were retconning the previous Raru or Kapora Gabora, the Sage of Light and the most annoying owl in Ocarina of Time. I genuinely thought for a minute that they were changing him from a Hylian Sage to a Zonai and the first King of Hyrule, but that is in fact not the case. King Rauru actually predates Sage Rauru by quite some time, although I think it's an interesting coincidence that King Raru was also known as the King of Light, mirroring Sage Raru as the Sage of Light. Given the timeline and all that nonsense, it's likely that Sage Rauru was actually named after King Rauru, hence these similarities. But I think we're getting ahead of ourselves just a little bit, and I think we need to go back to who is King Raru? Well, Rauru was a Zonai, an ancient race who were rumored to be descendants of the gods, who came down from the sky under high rule. The Zonai are essentially anthropomorphized goat people. They had goat or sheep-like faces, some people even say they look like camels, which is not untrue, and long, slender humanoid bodies that were covered in fur, and stood much taller than the average Hylian. The Zonai boasted sharp claws on their hands, pointed teeth, long ears, and a third eye in the middle of their forehead. The eye had a rest and closed position, but as exemplified by Raru in Tears of the Kingdom, would open if they needed additional power from their magical abilities. In-game, Raru would tend to only open his third eye if he was casting either a powerful spell or was being provoked by Ganondorf and was kind of emotional or upset. In-game, though, we don't really get much more information from that, but in our own world, the third eye is the sixth of seven chakras that control the body, mind, and spirit if you buy into chakras, and all that, of course. This one typically represents intuition, insight, and mysticism, which can lead to a higher form of consciousness or enlightenment. I think with that, it makes sense that the Zonai would be able to tap into that power to give additional fuel for their physical or magical abilities. Having a third eye also kind of feeds into the image that they are of the gods, being on a higher plane of enlightenment than other races in Hyrule, and adds to the ancient Hylians thinking that they were, indeed, gods. And speaking of magical abilities, these Zonai seem to be particularly prone to having magical abilities which were enhanced by secret stones that they supposedly acquired from the gods themselves that they descended from. These secret stones have no inherent magical abilities of their own and do not grant any power, but they rather amplify the power of those who already possess magical abilities. Actually, the best example is anyone from a Zoni, and the best example that we actually see is from Zelda in the prologue of Tears of the Kingdom. When she and Link discover the mummified Ganondorf below Hyrule Castle, she takes Rauru's secret stone from his disembodied hand. Later in the cutscene, clutching to the secret stone as she falls to what would be her death, the secret stone activates her ability to control time and transports her back to the Age of Prosperity, where she is found by Rauru and his Hylian wife, Sonia. Before that point, Zelda did not have any control over time that we know of in the game, but merely coming into contact with the secret stone allowed her to in a desperate time, call upon magic that was dormant within her. Because one would already have to have magical abilities to use the secret stone's power, I'm guessing that would mean that even without the secret stones, the Zonai, and Zelda, by extension of being from his bloodline, would have the ability to cast magic without the stones in a weaker form. However, we don't really see this in-game, and I'm kind of making an assumption there. When the Zonai descended onto Hyrule, they came into what would be known as the Farren region, and the Hylians who lived there and witnessed their descent saw them as gods, as I kind of mentioned before. They seemingly came down from the heavens bearing technology that was far beyond the barbaric tools that the Hylians wielded at the time. The Zoni established themselves in the Farren region by erecting structures made of stone, which would later turn to ruins and serve as the site for Hylians to discover and research the Zoni. There was a symbol that was used over and over again in their architecture, which was thought to be their sigil. It was a sort of rectangular spiral which was seen literally everywhere in Zonai culture. Interestingly enough, the same motif is actually seen all over other games in the series as well, whether it was intentional or not. It is a pretty simple mark, though, so I would sooner chalk it up to coincidence. However, we see the same motif on the two antlers of the Fused Shadow Mask that Midna wears in Twilight Princess, as well being a decorative feature all over the front of the helm. Furthermore, in the Twilight Zone, these strange etchings are actually very reminiscent of the Zonai writing, with the same signature blue glow that Zonai technology radiates with in Tears of the Kingdom. If we want to go further down this rabbit hole, the boss... If we want to go further down this rabbit hole, the boss in the Tower of the Gods from The Wind Waker also looks like it could be Zonai in design, with the signature swirl design and glowing blue patterns. It's surely a coincidence, but the floating head and disembodied hands do look quite similar to the Zonai constructs that we fight in Tears of the Kingdom. Again, I'm not sure that I actually believe that this was all intentional, I just find it a funny coincidence. I don't think I'm quite ready to drink that Kool-Aid yet. Something that I do actually think is too uncanny to ignore, however, is the Guardian from Skyward Sword's Silent Realm. The golem stands tall with an animal-like face, long pointed and pierced ears, and a shoulder cloak that resembles the one that Minoru, Raru's sister, wears in Tears of the Kingdom. Again, complete with the spiral motif that the Zonai love to use on its chest. This guardian is an exception that I think was actually intentional by the developers. It's possible that the Zonai created these temples as a test for the hero link throughout time, especially if they were, indeed, descended from the gods. If they were working at the behest of Din, Nehru, and Faror, the creators of the Triforce, it would make sense that they were in charge of creating challenges for the hero that would serve as a stepping stone to claiming the Triforce. And it would explain why all the technology in these temples is seemingly way above that of the rest of Hyrule. With that connection, we can see that the Zonai were present before Skyward Sword, which is already considered ancient history by the time of Tears of the Kingdom. How long before? We have no idea. In fact, almost no record of their existence actually exists. We know that Raru and his sister Minoru were the last surviving Zonai when Raru wed his Hylian wife Sonia and founded the kingdom of Hyrule. All we know before that point is that these people disappeared suddenly thousands of years ago, which we get from the book Creating a Champion. My headcanon is that Raru and Minoru were part of a group of Zonai that came down from the sky, maybe as children at the time and their people's disappearance is what facilitated the need to wed into the Hylian race to continue their bloodline in some form. After all, Zelda is more than implied to be a direct descendant of Rauru and Sonia, with Zelda having a more powerful version of the time magic that Sonia wielded. To which we might as well talk a little bit about Sonia. Sonia was a priestess before she met Rauru, and we can assume that she lived in the Faron region with the barbarians that were there at the time. One day, Sonia received one of the secret stones as a gift from Raru before their eventual wedding. Rauru probably sensed her magical abilities and sought to give her the means to improve them in exchange for her hand. Together, they properly founded the kingdom of Hyrule and began the era of prosperity, as mentioned before. Because of Sonia's connection to the Hylians and Raru's Zonai technology, Hyrule was able to live in an era of relative peace, being protected from the monsters around. During this time, King Rauru allied with the Zora people to create the Rutala Dam, which stopped the intense flooding from the Lanayru Great Springs that happened every 10 years or so, which led to improved relations between the Zora, Zonai, and Hylians. And all of the races seemed to get along during this time, so I imagine that Rauru did something similar with other groups such as the Rito and Gerudo. Shortly after founding the kingdom, Zelda came back through time to warn them about an evil from her time, which ended up being Ganondorf. Fortunately, Rauru already knew of Ganondorf being the singular male from the Gerudo tribe at the time. Ganondorf would eventually kill his wife, Sonia, and take her secret stone, which granted him the power of the Demon King, and made him nearly invulnerable. This caused a great battle between the Demon King's army and the rest of Hyrule, where Rauru was forced to sacrifice himself to freeze Ganondorf in time so that Link could defeat him tens of thousands of years in the future. To make sure that no one would disturb the ritual— Rauru ordered that a castle be erected around them, sealing both Ganondorf and Rauru below what would be known as Hyrule Castle, and the home of the royal family. This means that sometime before or during the period where Zelda arrived, Rauru and Sonya must have had a child so that the bloodline could be continued through to Zelda, although we never actually see a child in game. It's also implied that some years after this event when the Divine Beasts were created to combat Calamity Ganon, that the hero was of Zonai descent. If you got the Ancient Heroes Aspect armor set in Tears of the Kingdom, you'll notice that when wearing the set, Link turns into a Zonai Hylian hybrid. This is presumed to be the appearance of the hero who was there at the time, who looked much like the Zonai with fur, an animal face, claws, and the like, but also had much shorter Hylian ears, stood physically shorter than the Zonai, and had red hair and green skin which looked more Gerudo than anything else. Which is curious. But assuming that this was indeed the appearance of the hero, we can assume that maybe the ancient hero was a direct descendant of Rauru and Sonya, along with the princess at the time, sporting physical traits of both races. Then over the next 10 to 100,000 years, these Zoni traits would have been ultimately washed out of the bloodline, giving us the Zelda that we see in recent games. However, this is more theory than fact, but it does track. So what do we really know about the Zoni? We know that their technology is hidden in the depths, which was brought back to ground level and into the sky during the upheaval. The extinction event that happened to the Zoni might be related to why all their technology was hidden underground, but we don't know that for sure. The Zoni technology seems to get all their power from Zonite, which is processed to create zoni charges, which is then used to create and power their devices. These Zoni devices range from batteries to flamethrowers and from wheels to laser beams. Given that tens of thousands of years later, the Hylians are still using technology equal to that of the Middle Ages with horse-drawn carriages, bows, and swords, the Zonai were so far advanced that it's a wonder how they went extinct in the first place. They also created autonomous workforces and armies with the constructs that we see in Tears of the Kingdom, and were also able to create shrines, like Raru did, which were seemingly trans-dimensional spaces that were able to hold the power of light that could banish evil. Unfortunately, we don't really get a whole lot more than that plenty is left to the imagination, which is pretty typical of Zelda games. There is a lot of wiggle room for plot holes with the introduction of the Zonai, however. The space when the Zonai came down to when Skyward Sword happens is pretty ambiguous and confusing. Also, the creation of Hyrule before the events of Skyward Sword is a bit strange as well, seeing as the mortal incarnation of the goddess Hylia in Zelda and her descendants were the ones who were said to have gone back to the ground and created the kingdom of Hyrule in Hylia's name after the events of Skyward Sword. Highlands did exist on the ground before Skyward Sword, but there was no kingdom that we knew of. The era after Skyward Sword is also called the Era of Prosperity, which is doubly confusing because the era where Rauru existed was also the Era of Prosperity. It's possible that there's some overlap, and you could chalk up Skyward Sword to being a retelling of mythology and therefore not being accurate, but I think that the existence of both periods is a bit of an oversight because the events of Skyward Sword supposedly happened long after the Zonai came to Hyrule, and, again, long after Rauru established the Kingdom of Hyrule. Which begs the question, if they predated the goddess Hylia, then did they predate the Triforce? Or was it possible that these Zonai were the ones that created the Triforce in the first place? They were seen as gods when they came down, and it happened so long in the past, by Ocarina of Time, mythology took over and the people got confused or stories got mixed up and it just turned into mythology. However, I don't want to go too deep into the issues created in the timeline because the Zelda timeline is thin ice as it is. I would be interested in trying to do an updated write-up of the timeline with Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom in the mix, but there was so much to unpack there and I'm certain that someone has done it better than I can do it justice. But with that being said, what do you think? How do you think the Zonai went extinct? Or where do you think they really came from? I think that maybe they came over from another continent on flying machines, and that's why the Hylians thought that they were descended from the sky as gods. They just weren't ready to see planes yet, I guess. You can find us online at Death on your favorite social media or podcast websites. If you have an idea for an episode, please let me know. Spotify actually has a feature where you can write a response directly from the app, and so I would love for someone to make use of it. And as always, remember that no matter how bad things might seem, at least you don't live in a reality where a deranged pig demon is constantly hosting a comeback reunion tour every thousand years that no one asked for. Things could be so much worse. So be grateful for what you have, and make sure to love yourself more than Ganon loves to pimp-slap Hylians. And until next time, see ya.